Here's a story I know I've never told before. I quite literally think, actually, I don't think, I know for a definitive fact that um, I've never told the story before. Now, first and foremost, before I even get into that, if you hear anything to my left, that is because it is Halloween. It is Halloween. Um, there's lots of people out here enjoying themselves, lots of kids with their great costumes and You know, I have to work, so unfortunately, I can't stand there in my costume and hand out candy. So what I did is I bought the big candy bars because I remember being a kid and and coming across those select few houses that had the full-size candy bars, and there were some houses that had the king-size candy bars. Um, So I did that. I invested a little bit of... um, I invested back in the community, right? So um, that's my good deed for the day, but... I'm going to tell a story I've never told before. I've been having a lot of meetings lately where I've been explaining my love and my passion for Benny. And for those that don't know what Benny is, I've told this a number of times, but I'll say it again. Benny is an LSA. Benny, in my mind, is the one and only company that that, that at a genuine level represents an employee first product as well as company holistically right like the product design for me is incredibly employees first and that is something i believe in and um at a high level benny is an lsa and what it allows organizations to do is allocate a certain amount of benny dollars aka usd funds to their employees to use incredibly contextually around contextual around what they want where they want to be, what they want to do, what they what they deem as a lifestyle, right? And um, anyway, so that's what it does. I love the company. Um, that's 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 what it does at, at its rawest form, right? Now, why is that important? It's important for a number of reasons, and it goes back to the story I've never told. When I began my HR journey, I would study intensely. I would study three, four, five hours a day reading case studies and white papers, trying to put myself in the shoes of those that were in the white paper or the case study and say, okay, in this exact situation, what would I do? How would I react? Because if all of you remember, I have a football background. And so anyone that knows about football or any sport, honestly, you spend a lot of time going through and creating mental models, scenarios. Okay, if if I'm put in this situation, Fourth and six at the 20-yard line, I'm going to do this. If the running back runs that way and I'm a linebacker, but I see his footwork adjusting to the left, I'm going to break to the right. Whatever whatever the case is going to be. I think for me, as I was jumping into the world of HR, I started doing a similar thing. So I would read these white papers and case studies by you know Keith Ferrazzi and David Rock on the neuroscience side. Then I would jump over to, to, to Christine coming forward and her neuroscience perspectives on leadership and human behavior. And then I would jump very deep into some of the most simple but so fundamentally impactful elements of, of Gary Vaynerchuk and how he looks at culture. And then I would dive down the traditional rabbit holes of a Sherm and an HR.com and find all the most more traditional best practices as well. And then I would jump over to, you know, understand more about human behavior and creating high performing teams. And what I inevitably stumbled upon was that the mistake that I made early in my career was based off of not putting employee first 
at this at the rawest level. And so for me, along my journey, and here's the part that I never told, along my journey of trying to, and that's another secret too that no one knows, like this is all independent. And what I mean by that is every bit of my leadership and or HR and or people operations and or entrepreneurship and or business knowledge is all through trial and error. It's all through believing in myself and not being afraid to fail. And I think we need to see more of that from the HR community and and the community that represents the benefits of so many employees. And here's finally why. What I've never told the world is the following. The reason why I love betting, the reason why I accepted betting opportunity is the following. Um, with Benny and the idea that I had early on, I remember saying to myself after studying one day, here's the story finally. <laughs> I remember saying to myself one day after I was studying, I don't know what I was studying. I said to myself, how could I contextualize everything? And I meant that at a very literal level. And so I started with Beyond Resume. And I was like, how can I contextualize Literally how I design one human being's working experience and I'm being quite serious and I'm being quite literal. How could I do that? Right. And so with Beyond Resume, it goes down into deep rabbit holes. Like how can I contextualize me as a leader, my communication style to the preferences of this individual employee that's joining my team? How can I contextualize how I support them from a learning and development perspective? How can I contextualize how I support them from a career mapping perspective? How can I contextualize how I support them from a workflow adjustment perspective? How can I contextualize how I support them around the accessibility and availability and visibility that I that we have together for each other and the processes that will support myself supporting them? The punchline with Beyond Resume is how can we find out as much data and information at a contextual level about an employee so the day-to-day working experience and energy is one that everyone can be the most productive in and the most psychologically safe in. That's, that's really at its bare bones what it is. So I started there. Then I said, no, I want to contextualize more. So then I started jumping over and I never figured it out, but I tried to figure out a a salary, a contextual salary structure. And that was based off of another psychological neuroscience variable, which is there are so many companies that if they would just dig and eat into their bottom line a little bit, into their profits a little bit, right? And reinvest back into their people and pay their people contextual salaries, contextual to what that person deems um, a comfortable financial lifestyle, then I think we would see higher levels of productivity and retention. Now, I was very young. And as I've gotten older, I've realized, well, you you can't really do that legally. And you can't really do that. I mean, there's there's so many there's so many holes you could poke in that one person making 97 while another person making 67 because the person making 67 is, you know, a single male living in, you know, Arbutus, Baltimore, Maryland. And has a one bedroom condo for seventeen hundred bucks, sixteen hundred bucks. Uh, you know, a car note that's like two hundred bucks. You know, I'm like, like, like he's just he doesn't need too much. 
And so he may want to contextualize other areas of his working experience and benefits that he provides or gets, right? And so that's where it finally led to what I thought and what I saw and what I love about Benny. I've said, well, how can we as companies remove something that's not working, a benefit to our employees, a tool that we utilize, a L&D, whatever, something that's objectively about the data not working that cost whatever, could be $1,000 a month that we're spending, could be $5,000 a month, something that has a little bit of weight to it financially. And how can we remove that? This is what I was thinking back then. And take that money and help our employees live the life that they want to live. And I was starting with the salary in mind. And then when I stumbled upon LSAs and more and more directly, when I stumbled upon Benny, it was everything I needed and everything I wanted and everything I thought about years ago. Because it really allows you to put your employees in a position of power to take dollars and intentionally and thoughtfully allocate those dollars to things that are going to better their life, make them smile, support something, experience something. I told all the time in meetings, there may be a month where, and I'll raise my hand and say it, right now my wife, my, my wife and I are, um, and we've been wanting to do this for years, we're going to get in what's called proactive therapy. We're going to proactively talk about things that are just underlining pinning issues and work through them. I may use my, I may use a hundred of my Benny dollars towards that. And it's, it's, it's intentional and it's, and it's, it makes my love and passion for the company stronger to be able to say to an employee, there's going to be dollars allocated towards you where you're going to be able to tap into different parts of your life outside of work and do so in an intentional manner. I mean, that's going to, that that's attractive to an applicant. That can help with MPS. That can help with the organic conversations that one may have with another friend over, you know, over, over, over an appetizer and a cocktail at a happy hour after work. Like, so I remember wanting that. And at the time, again, I was young. I didn't know how to materialize that. And then I stumbled upon Benny and here we are. And so the punchline is what I'm trying to say is if you look at my entire career since SDIP Football Academy, since that moment, if you look at everything that I've done since that moment, everything has been to chase the overall arching value, which is just contextualize and put people for just, just, just treat humans how they want to be treated. Right? Give them everything that they personally want. Because in a perfect world, I'll tell you this, and this hour end this rant. In a perfect world, it'd be incredibly interesting to see. Let's say you have an employee. Let's say you have a staff of five employees. Let's just start something small or ten, and thirty percent of them between the salaries of forty-five and sixty thousand. You know, another thirty percent are between seventy and eighty, and then another portion is between. 90 and 120, and all of them relatively bring the same amount of value to the company. Why are they ranging numbers? Now, again, I understand there's a lot of holes in this idea, but look at the underlying pinning value of why I'm saying this, the core of what I'm trying to explain. 
if you can just literally go to an employee and say, what is it going to take for you to start paying down your debt if you have any, pay your bills literally on time, tap into the type, as many vacations as you deem are is important to you, the clothing you want to wear, the food that you want to eat, the location of where you want to live, the schools that you want to put your kids in. Tell me what your ideal life looks like in reason, of course. Right. And then and then let's find ways to get you there. We can either give you that salary just because contextually that's what you need. Or we can say, OK, if we need to make a business argument against it, we can say, well, do you know, start dabbing into get. I, I used to talk about this all the time where I would say to an employee, if you have an employee at 67 that needs 80 and that person is going to leave your company. So that means what's that 80? Uh. As they're 13,000 away from where they want to be, right? I say, were you all considering ever doing an inter- a podcast? And the company may say, yeah, we were thinking about starting a podcast and hiring this agency. And I was like, well, how much is that going to cost you over the course of the year? They're like, I don't know, 13,000. And then you go to that employee and say, have you ever thought about starting a podcast? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, screw it. Here, here you go. Here's 13,000. Like, I would say it's a lot harder than that, but the intention behind it. Name one company that does that. Name one company where you have a review and and you have a conversation and say, I'm at 80 and I need to be at 120. What can I do to produce uh, $40,000 more of value? Or or you, excuse me, you proactively tell the employee what what they can do to make $40,000 more versus... You saying, well, unfortunately, we don't have a role here for you. And like, no, that's not contextual from that to, to the benefits like what Benny's doing to. Um, and there's other things out here, too, that can really contextualize and ebb and flow everything. Where one month you do you do pay for your health insurance, another month you don't, whatever the case is going to be. The point is the following. So I can stop ranting. The point is the following. If you can put some energy behind. Gifting a human being the type of working experience and life experiences that they want. Like it literally, companies should literally have a piece of their bottom line or their overhead that's called crystal ball. And it's a number that's allocated towards making sure every person in the company can live their ideal version of how they see life in any way they see it. Because there are so many ebbs and flows in life. And if you as an organization can support someone's ebbs and flows and make sure they can get to their peak of that ebb and flow or the most positive outlook on those ebbs and flows, the best versions of those ebbs and flows, if you can have something to do with that and be a support factor in that, that company will, that person will never forget your company. And I just genuinely believe that. So maybe it's not a, you know, life-saving benefit, but I can tell you this. It's a benefit that will keep an employee thinking about your company. It's a benefit that candidates will definitely not forget if mentioned during an interview. It's a benefit that will lock in engagement where it'll give that net new hire and leaders in the company that are running this process Reasons to connect 
It'll give reasons for that new hire to connect with other employees. You can start an internal Benny Slack channel. There's so, there's so much you could do. There's so much you can do. So I'm done ranting. That's it. Halloween looks to be over here. The kid, the kiddos look like they're heading heading back home soon. Um, these are a few thoughts, just a few perspectives, as all as always, and uh, appreciate you all.